dude, he was 5'10", but his dick was like, I don't know, 10'7"? Jizzy is short. I will spread for daddy. That's right. <laughs> Go somewhere else. Go join Toba Sports. <laughs> I belong. I belong here. All right. I belong. Ooh, I tape the shaft. Whatever. I tape. I tape. You don't tape your shaft, James. Never. If you don't tape your shaft, are you even living? That's the question. I'm alive, but I'm barely breathing. I don't want to be alive. All right, Chris. So I'll lead off. I'll take the Rams. You take the Ravens bills. Oh, wait, no, we're doing it that way. We're doing it day by day. I thought you wanted to do day by day. All right. Well, I'm going to be honest. I was so sad about the the Browns game. I didn't watch the Bucks game. <laughs> I watched them all. So I got, I got shit to talk about. And all right. Well, rant. So why don't we do why don't we alternate then? I'll take Rams, you take Bills, I'll take Browns, you take Bucks. Sounds good. So for those of you on YouTube Live in the fact that we've been recording for like five minutes, <laughs> um this this is the breakdown, ladies and gentlemen, of of the Boda whatever the fuck this is. Garbage time with Boda. There it is. New name. I mean James get the B. name right still. Yeah, can't get the name right. It's like the Washington yeah, you know, you know how it be. Moi hoi me well, anyways, we are recording, so you guys go whenever you want. We're live on YouTube, so hi, YouTubes. Drew Drew does, in fact, wish he could be here. I He is working. Drew is here. Do the power of movie magic, Zach. Is, 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 that, is this where I'm supposed to put it in? Hi, I'm Drew. What's going on, guys? Oh, man. Weed's pretty cool. Yeah. Go Packers. I like Swiss cheese. I like the Packers. Oh, God. I don't understand baseball. Oh, 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 all right. We're really firing off here, huh? <laughs> Are you sure you're imitating him and not me? Because, you know. <laughs> that was more towards him, but. Either way. Let's do this fucking thing. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the Bodacast. I'm James. I'm going to be co-hosting with Christophilus today. Chris, how the fuck are you? Hey, I'm hanging in there. How's everybody doing today? Um, we had a wild weekend of some uh, divisional football, and we are also joined by Zach, and we're just going to dive in. And Zach's already ashamed of us. We are in the garbage time with the Boda, James. Did I say this is the You said in the Boda cast. What are you doing? Uh, oh, garbage <laughs> time. Damn it. Well, this is also garbage time. Fuck I just you. got I just got garbage shit time on for by not the Boda cast. The name, and then you got dove into this. Fuck. Welcome back to the Boda cast. Fuckers. Whatever. Yeah, fuckers. Welcome to <laughs> It was it again. Yeah, it was it again. <laughs> Welcome to Taping the Shaft. My name is Mike. Hello. Uh, triggered. <laughs> Welcome to filleting my raft. Oh, God. Here we go again. Really? <laughs> do, am I, do I really have to have a 20-minute fucking blooper reel this time? No, this is just going to be a full-on one-hour blooper okay. reel that we call Garbage Time with Boda Sports. Boom! Welcome right. to Shafting My Tap. Welcome welcome to Tap Tap <laughs> Tap Tap. <laughs> Welcome to this doesn't make any fucking sense. Welcome Raft. to the hockey sounds, but Zach, Zach, make a hockey sound. Sure. 
<laughs> I can't wait to clip this for fucking Instagram. Okay, uh, let's lead off with the NFC, the first game. It was the Rams going into Green Bay, and goddamn, if I never been more wrong about a take. Rams ended up losing eighteen to thirty-two, and they just got shellacked. The secondary Is that bad. Like mm-hmm. just 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 imagine a plane trying to take off, and before- stop. Okay, pause, pause. Do you want to get on the no fly list, Zach? No, 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 no. This, this has nothing to do with me. This has nothing to do with me. Situation again. Nothing to do with me. All right. Blaine Gabbert. This is not Blaine Gabbert in in Logan Airport again. All right, I promise. Okay. It's- oh, I know, but I've made some comments about Blaine Gabbert before that could get me put on a no fly list. But um, <laughs> um, no, it's basically your take did this down the runway. The landing gear just like malfunctioned and went up and then you slid on the tarmac and into the water that's that that was your take this week killing hundreds it literally um, just i mean killing 53 really but <laughs> yeah, apparently yeah um oh god dude it was i mean jared goff chris i'm gonna use your term here looked fucking flat as hell i mean situations, but the receivers weren't doing much you think it really had something to do with not having cooper cup there that extra layer of a dimension well, or a dimension I mean, I definitely think so, but I mean, I also think it's, you know, he has a broken thumb. Also fair, but I mean, he didn't, I mean, completion wise, he was fine, but it was only short yardage. 174 yards. Right. Not not good enough. Not going to do it. No, I mean, Cam Akers look good, but once again, I mean, you got to have it going. And, And when you look at the other side of the ball, you're looking at Aaron Rodgers having 296. Alan Lazard was the leading receiver this game. Insane. And then Aaron Jones was doing Aaron Jones things. 99 yards, one touchdown. The Packers defense was too good to deal with. Or to – Jared Goff was too bad and the Packers defense was too good. I'm just going to leave it at that. Mm Mm-hmm. James, I'm gonna I'm gonna clip just that audio of you doing the reverse sound, and that's gonna be like the intro sound for the next two years. All right, let's All get right. me back on the Rams had nothing going. Uh, like you said, Akers was the only one who kind of did anything. And even at that Packers defense was beastly. I, I don't think the Rams really stood a chance at all. No, I don't think so either. It, it, it was bad. I mean, I, I did to be fair. <laughs> Hindsight's 2020. I was very wrong. <laughs> I'm trying to pull it up right now. Well, I mean, it, I watched the entire game with Drew and just like watching watching the Rams defense played, they played like a bunch of babies. They 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 really did. Like, you know, it, it was just crazy to me that they had they had a good stop on the first drive. Obviously, they limited the Packers to only a field goal, which is what they which is really what you all you can ask for. I mean, you know, this is a potent Packers offense. And but I knew the game was over early on when Tay caught that like one yard touchdown and Jalen Ramsey just lost his shit. Oh, why he, he completely flipped. He completely flipped out like on a one yard touchdown um, on a double motion by Devante on the line. That was my favorite part of the game because Ramsey was looking for someone to blame and he was trying right, to go for his, his linebacker his who was in the exact right position. Yeah, it was like, his Sorry fault. you ran into your own linebacker, you fucking idiot. He, so that's the thing. He got set on the coverage when Tay was on the left side of the line 
And then he motioned over to the right and he wasn't paying attention. If you're not on top of it, it's going to happen. I mean, like, I don't know what you want. It's not anyone else's fault, but his, I mean, it was a good play. And even if you're a good corner, sometimes a good play just beats you. But that's, exactly. that's when I knew it was over because I knew that even, even if, you know, Jalen Ramsey held Devontae Adams to, you know, 50 yards or like three receptions, that touchdown was the backbreaker in, in my mind for Jalen Ramsey's just like mental status in that game. Mm-hmm. And once Jalen Ramsey is out of it, then it's it because, you know, obviously Alan Lazard was the leading, leading receiver. He was just getting shots downfield and that was the killer. So, I mean, that was clearly in Matt LaFleur's uh, game plan, which is amazing, amazing game plan. But Dude, that's the uh, exact thing is Ramsey could have recovered for that had he not thrown a fucking temper tantrum. Instead, he throws a temper tantrum and starts blaming his own team, and obviously look what happened. That guy was checked out of the game from them on. Do you think this is a different game with Aaron Donald playing fully healthy? Because obviously he's dealing with a rib injury for most of it. Sideline him at one point. I didn't even know he was playing with an injury. Yeah, he had a cracked rib. Ooh, that's got to hurt. Yeah, but do you think a healthy Aaron Donald changed this game? Uh, I, I mean, maybe a little bit, but not to the point. I mean, Packers won by 14. Yeah. I don't think that would have – maybe by seven. I don't think Donald really had as much of a – I think a healthy Donald definitely has more of an effect, but not enough to change this game. No, I think I think you're right on that one, Chris. Zach, do you have any thoughts before I give one shout out, my defensive shout out? Um, any more thoughts specifically? Uh, I I think the only thing I would have to say is that um, this Packers offense, at least for that one game, was very very balanced, and that is a scary thing if you are a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. We're going to talk about that, so that's going to be the next matchup. But um, I think I'm going to let Chris transition into that one off of the last game. Ooh. That was the – What? That's the wrong game you're talking about. We're on Bills no. now. No. That was... I'm saying I'm going to – God damn it, Chris. Why do you have to ruin it? You everything? just confused the hell out of me. I'm sorry. No, I, was I was going to let you transition the NFC yeah, champion the off of the last game we're sorry. reviewing, you son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. Well, we're transitioning now to yeah, fuck it. Ravens Bills. The fuck night it. game of Saturday. <laughs> what a what a shit show for for Baltimore. Absolute shit show. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, that was just great either. Okay. Well, so my thing about that is, no, he didn't look he didn't look great, but there were like forty mile an hour winds. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. Can you really be all that great if you got the ball going straight up like this and then just taking a nosedive three seconds off the ground? Did Not you really. see the, the long snappers had to change their rotation because the wind was literally taking the ball? Right. I mean, it snap. wasn't – and you could, you could see it. You know the wind is bad if off, off the snap, just on a regular ball, that ball is, is wobbling. I mean, like, even Josh Allen had some issues. Mm-hmm. I mean – I, you know, my thought was looking at looking back at like the Steelers Browns game with that first snap coming off. I was like, all right, well, maybe it's just a bad snap, but almost every ball was coming off like that. It seemed it seemed to me like the the Ravens were having a much harder time with it because they're not used to playing in that kind of wind. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if you look at you know if you look at the personnel on the field and look at the packages that they were in, the Bills played a lot more shotgun. And we're able to handle that snapping and that wind way better than Lamar was. 
because yeah. he he had a hard time handling that ball out of the shotgun, and that severely limited his ability to either run the ball um, or even pass it. I mean, you know, because the Bills have, like I said, the Bills have a really fast defense. They were getting to him really quickly, so he didn't have time to adjust. And I mean, they only scored three points, so the win well, was a huge factor. I think it ties down to again, as we saw last year, is Lamar Jack playoff. Lamar Jackson is a run first quarterback and you limit him running. And I, I don't know if he, he chokes in the pocket to put it best. And well, he gets some of those throws. Don't get me wrong. I mean, he threw to, who was it? Marquise Brown. Yes. Oh, my screen froze, but yes. Uh, for 96 yards, I think. And it's not, that's not terrible, but when you limit Lamar's Jackson, Lamar Jackson's running abilities, he definitely starts to cave a little bit. And that's, well, that's exactly the, what happened. That's, that's the whole point is that, you know, he's not a, he's not a deep ball passer. I mean, he can hit some of those, but most of the time when he's passing, Marquise has about a five yard cushion on anyone. So he doesn't have to be the most accurate passer. If, his wide receivers are, you know, getting three to four yards or five yards of separation from the, the nearest defender. I mean, mm -hmm. that was, that was a huge reason why they were so good last year, but, but like teams are ready for, we're ready for them this year. I mean, it, it's apparent because they're playing tighter coverage and you're just seeing that Lamar is not an accurate quarterback. He's not a good quarterback to be completely honest with you. I'm sorry, but he's not. He's a, he's an amazing athlete, amazing athlete. You can't take that from him, but I mean, look at, look at what happened to Michael Vick. I'm one of the best athletes of all time in the sport. Not a good quarterback all that much. Not great. Mediocre at best. Who played for the Pats this year? So, well, he's a little different. He's a little different. He, oh boy. Here we go. Yeah, Newton is an amazing gonna, athlete. He's a trash quarterback. Okay. Again. He's a better quarterback than Lamar Jackson because he has the arm strength to go with it. So he can whip the ball in there. And he was at least a little more accurate um, than Lamar has been over the past two years. I'll, I'll give Cam some credit. When Cam was on – when I, I vintage Cam versus vintage Lamar, I would take vintage Cam over vintage Lamar, hands down. Because vintage Cam, that 15-1 season – he put up passing numbers. Like he put up like 4,500 yards and like 40 touchdowns. Like he was legit on in, through the air. And he now, no, God, no. But I mean, you know, he had the numbers to back up that season, but anyways, this isn't. Yeah. This, but I think Lamar Jackson's still young enough that he has those years to fix those things. Cam Newton, on the other hand, no, 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 he does his prime. I think he it's does. safe to say his prime is gone. No, right. He does. Yeah. But I mean, again, right now, like I said, like, you know, if you can have a vintage Lamar, he's only played two full seasons in the NFL. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, he won yeah. an MVP last year, which I don't really agree with. But I mean, that's you know, that's history. So whatever. But yeah, I mean, this isn't it's not about Cam Newton, Lamar, but it's about Lamar. But yeah, yeah, and I completely understand what you're saying. I he's a run first, especially in the playoffs. His throwing capabilities are severely limited, and especially you throw that wind into that game like it was. And that's exactly what happens. And all, switching it over to the other side, uh, I know last week we thought Singletary would actually be a factor in this game. 
and he was really was not for Buffalo. The run game for Buffalo was not as strong as I thought, at least. Yeah, I mean, getting an average of 3.6 on seven carries, 25 yards, not good. Yeah, I know. So I, the Bills are have a lot to fix if they're going to go into next week and or this week. But so if Josh the- Allen can come out again, I mean, Josh Allen went 206 uh, for one, so that's not horrible. I mean, he definitely he's had better games, so. Yeah, I, I think – I think, yeah, he's obviously had better games, um, but playoffs, uh, the, the Ravens defense really in the last five or six games ha- has been no joke. I mean, they limited Derrick Henry to almost nothing. I mean, I think it was what, what did we say? It was like 40 yards on 18 carries. Something ridiculous. He was getting ridiculous. like two points. Ridiculous. I mean, that's how the Titans were not running him more because, I mean, if you're going to ride Derrick Henry to 380 carries the entire season and then use him for, you know, less than his season, his game average. What the hell are you doing, Tennessee? But anyways, that's besides the point. Um, I think the win was a factor in both games. I mean, it wasn't just, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't just the Ravens. Like you could see it in the Bills game too, but you know, the Bills just played better. But the thing I like about the Bills is that they're, I hate always bringing it back to this, but they have that Patriot-like mentality where they can morph into what they need to be in order to beat their opponent, which Mm -hmm. is why I like them so much in this playoff run, because I've seen that throughout the season. You know what I mean? I've seen them morph into different teams. Like, you know, if, if they need to run the ball, you know, when they had Zach Moss, they could run the ball and him and Josh Allen and be a run team first. And that defense can really do it all. I mean, they're fast enough to keep up with any sort of running quarterback, you know, um, I would be very worried as a chiefs fan next week, obviously we'll get into this, but, um, you know, if Patrick Mahomes does play, don't, I wouldn't even be worried about the concussion. I'd worry about his leg. Yeah, Especially with that Bills defense, he's not going to be able to scramble all that much. We'll get into that coming yeah, up because I, I just, have a lot to say about that. I'm just saying, like, just as a just as a, a, a preface, like, I like that Bills defense. I know they weren't as good as last year, but they are. They're a fast, fast defense, and they can fucking cover anyone. Did you just say a preface? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I, I think what, heading what? back to the Bills. Oh, I don't know. Preface. I, I, I'm not good with words. It's fine. Word, me, no, me no word. Sorry. If we're going to call Chris out for epitome, you get preface. Yeah, that's fine. I, I'm cool with that. The epitome of a football player. I've, ne- okay. I've heard preface. I've heard people call it preface all the time, but I, I've never called it. Preface is more potent than regular face. True. I don't know the English language. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, heading back to the Bills. I think the only notable player really was, as usual, Stefan Diggs. And, I mean, eight receptions, 106 yards, a touchdown. The long was only 20-yard throw, though, which is kind of wild. That's uh, The long was 31 for the whole entire game. That was the longest throw. So that's very low. But uh, Diggs coming in clutch again and just showing what he can do when he's happy. I want to talk about this. Oh, sorry, Chris, go ahead. No, no, no. I'm just saying that's exactly what we kind of talked about this whole season. Happy Diggs is a different player. Yes. Agreed. I mean, uh, the post, the post game uh, interview with him and Josh Allen too, just like enforced that for me, but 
Can I just I just want to read out my uh, my soggy strategy for the Bills if they wanted to beat the Ravens? Get the ball to Diggs early and often. What did they do? They got the ball to Stefan Diggs like five times in the first five minutes. They won the game. Win the turnover battle. Lamar was not good. They turned the ball over what twice? I think it was a they had a fumble and a pick, right? Yeah. yeah. James, was it you oh. that said the Bills would be the best in the AFC East this year? Are we really I, think, do I think everyone said they were going to be the best in the AFC East. I, I, that's, I think that's no question. Again, <laughs> I will. This is this is the this is this is it. This is all I'm going to say about the subject. I was the one that brought up the subject that I think that the Ravens are going to take a nosedive and the Bills would be the second best team in the AFC. Look what happened. Suck my cock. No. Wait, are you really? Are you sure? Because like that offer still stands, Chris. For those of you that don't know, Zach and Chris are first cousins. Yes, we are. Yes, <laughs> and we're and we're we're really close to being Alabama slammers. <laughs> Jesus, face. It's a joke. Calm down. I know. Oh, not man. really. Not this is joke. great. All right, let's transition over. Obviously, Ravens lose to the Bills 17-3, and that's our last for Saturday game. So moving on to Sunday, take it away, James. What was that? No, fuck you. I said said, we had an awkward silence. I got a transition. transition, There was no awkward silence. You're like, and that's it. Let's transition over. Oh, yeah, let's cut James off. James has something to say. I don't care. Fuck you guys. Who won the Stefan Diggs trade? Uh, what do you mean who won the Stefan Diggs trade? The Bills. Who? Okay, what did they get for Stefan Diggs? They got, I'm glad you asked, a <laughs> first-round pick last yep. year, fifth-round pick, a sixth-round pick, and okay. a fourth-round pick this year. What did the first-round pick turn out to be? Justin Jefferson. <sighs> yeah. That's right. what I was going to Okay, okay, all right. So – yeah. Would the Bills have that's taken tough. Justin Jefferson? Would the Bills have taken Justin Jefferson? Yeah, they needed they God, needed a wide receiver. I don't know. That's the thing. I don't know. So I I'm gonna I gotta say, you know, yeah, you get JJ, but Stefan Diggs has worked out so well. I think they both won. I think they both got what they needed. I really do. I mean, I I, I can't I think in the long term the Vikings won because Justin Jefferson's gonna be a like a once in a generational player. I, I think it's just what it seems like is going to happen. But again, we've seen a lot crazier things. Just wait you for know. Chase, baby. Jamar's coming. That's also scary. But anyways, like, so, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I would say the long-term probably the Vikings, but right now I think they both, they both won out. Obviously the Vikings didn't need digs. It was souring. They got someone that wants to be there and, he had the best rookie season for a wide receiver in Vikings history. And you have to, you also have to remember who was the other wide receiver that, you know, you know what I'm saying? Fucking Randy Moss. It was Randy Moss. I don't know why you need to beat another bush. It was Randy Moss. You want to beat Randy Moss's bush? What's up, Randy? Like the horse race guy? What's <laughs> up, Randy? <laughs> <laughs> Call me, bro. Love that. Hey. Zach, I'm going to strongly agree that as of right now, both sides, I'm going to push the scale a little bit to the Vikings just because you don't know what they're going to be able to do. So with here's, here's my thing. 
if the Bills end up winning the Super Bowl, I am saying unequivocally the Bills. Because if you Man. you they didn't add a they didn't add a ton of different pieces. Their key acquisition was Stefan Diggs and obviously the maturation of Josh Allen. But you added someone that has so much chemistry with your quarterback that he's playing on an elite level, then I don't care if you have Justin Jefferson. I'd rather have a Super Bowl than a perennial all-star wide receiver that doesn't win you anything. Fair. It's a good point. Mm-hmm. Chris? I agree. I agree. I think, um, I mean, Justin Jefferson was a huge addition. Don't get me wrong. And he is going to be an absolute star, but I don't think that first round pick for the bills would have been one, Justin Jefferson two, the amazing chemistry that we see Diggs and Allen have now, again, I think Justin Jefferson really connects on the Vikings. I don't think we would have seen that same thing on the bills. And my, my thing is, like, if if you – that trade doesn't happen, yes, Justin Jefferson had a good season. That's very true. An amazing season. But, there, but, but there's no bona fide number one wide receiver in the Bills system. You, you can't you – can't, you can't sit there and tell me, oh, well, Cole Beasley's your number one. No. You can't no. sit there and tell me John Brown's your number one. He was last year. That's fine. But he was injured all year, and it was going to happen whether or not they made the trade or not. I mean, it, it would it, it's inevitable. But so, yeah, unproven. Not yeah, number again, one, though. Yeah, yeah, no, I know, I know. But but you see what I'm saying? Like, I think it I think it worked out the way it needed to. For but I think I think as far as trades go and. I mean, obviously, if we look at other trades, I'm sure we'll find some. But, like, I think both teams really won out. I think, I think you know, they paid they paid the right amount for this player who came in and really, I wouldn't say changed, but he uh, brought an organization to a level they haven't been in in a long time. I think that's what what I think it is. But Fair enough. I think – right. he's talking to someone i'm going to take over and we're going to talk about my browns taking on the chiefs this is a game i went into and i didn't think i was optimistic i picked them going to back my boys but this is a game i did not expect us to win and we did not but we didn't lose in an awful fashion i mean 17 to 22 zach you said it earlier holding the browns to 20 or Holding the high-powered Chiefs offense to 22 points with the fucking team we put out there, phenomenal. Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, you know, as far as product on the field, like you guys did a good job of limiting some of the options. The only thing you guys couldn't do is stop Travis Kelsey. And I think if you were able to find – see, that's the thing. You guys are literally one coverage linebacker away from have beating the Chiefs. That's if you could find, if you could, or or even a safety, like like you can get, you know, a big safety on Travis Kelsey. Not that it's gonna work, but at least you have the options there because Travis Kelsey is almost uncoverable. It's it's very difficult to <laughs> to cover Travis Kelsey. I mean, it's like it's like prime Gronk. Like mm-hmm. you have three guys covering Gronk, he still makes a one handed catch on Denver. Like what the fuck is that? I think you know what I mean it's insane. When you talk about Kelsey though it's Gronk is just an absolute beast. Don't get me wrong, but Kelsey has that mindset too. Kelsey, I think is really good at route running in general. And he yeah, uses so his Gronk, body. It, don't get me wrong. Gronk is, but Gronk was one of those goofy guys that could just run into someone and keep going. I think Kelsey has, I don't, I'm not saying Kelsey's prime Gronk. Cause I think Gronk so, shows that he's maybe 
a, a little step further up, but Kelsey is an amazing all around football player. Let, let me, let me tell you a little story. All right. And so gather around, kid. It's time yeah, for- gather around. <laughs> it's time for soggy story. It's with soggy boy. Oh, soggy uh, stories would have been better title. No one sit on his lap. Tack, go ahead. No one sit on my lap. I promise you it is at least 60% wet. Um, that's how you get on the no fly list. That, no, that's how I get on a lot of other lists. <laughs> James, are you curious as to why it's 60% wet or? No, I'm just new. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Um, anyways, listen, it's a no-goes podcast. What do you want from me? Um, so the thing with Gronk is like he's so goofy and all that kind of stuff and personality. But like in his private life, he's actually a very serious and like very family-oriented. And yeah, 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 when he's No, no, I'm just saying. So like. When you see Travis Kelsey on the field, like, you know, he's like big, you know, tough guy, like all that kind of stuff. This man parties so fucking hard. He spent his first four years worth of contract on shoes, jewelry, and partying. When he when he lived in Kansas City, his his first two years, he didn't own a single piece of furniture. He spent all of his money on partying and all that kind of shit. So not, not that not that money has to do with anything, but like, you know, you see Gronk and you're like, oh, he's like a goofball. And he parties, all this kind of shit. Like, he's the exact opposite off the field as he is on the field. Same thing for Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey is like, you know, he seems like very serious and like, yeah, he likes to have fun or whatever. But like, he he's a party animal. Like, this, this man like still parties to this day. Like, but off the field court. doesn't matter in this situation. It's on the field, which is exactly what you're saying. They're the polar opposites. Gronk is goofy on the field, right. but an amazing player. What, Kelsey, though. James, I'm confused. What's wrong? You're just so – what's wrong? I just realized we forgot to get Drew's thoughts on the game. <laughs> I told y'all. I told y'all. I completely y'all. forgot, dude. All right. All right. Well, guess what? We're going to have to edit here, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. We can um, figure that out. All right, out. so no, no, wait, we'll just do it during the championship game. All right, fine. fuck them. Fine. God Sorry, Drew. Damn. I vouched for you. I was like, I was like dude, we're supposed to do something and then just fuck. We can still you. make it work. Oh yeah. He yeah, put the video up. The video is up by the way, so I can edit that in. All right. But back to my take is Kelsey is more serious on the field and has that kind of serious mentality. Not that Gronk didn't, but Gronk definitely had more fun with it. Kelsey, I just think, has a little more serious mindset to it. And I think that Kelsey will never be what Gronk was because Gronk just put up numbers I don't think that will be beat in a long time from a tight end. But Kelsey is an all-around amazing tight end. Um, I think you're going to be surprised if Travis Kelsey has a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he's already broken – tight end records i mean he i just think that he's healthy he's terrorizing every single defense he comes into contact with i think i think you might see travis kelsey go down as the best tight end of all time when it's all said and done maybe but i'm banking on when you have these big guys like kelsey and gronk when injuries start to happen they hit harder and we can look at gronk and see that perfectly Fair. But yeah, yeah. I mean, at this point in his career, though, it's really good. It's worse. Wow. I feel like it's either not going for you right there. I feel like it's either retire or like what? I mean, he's getting up there in age. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, it's true. 
Mm -hmm. So we'll see where that ends up going. But I want to talk a little bit about the Browns offense because that was the shining moment for me. I mean, watching, you know, know, obviously it's not a fucking hidden fact that I'm the biggest like Baker stand in the world, but watching how he progressed this year from being kind of like, he's fighting for a starting spot. And then it's like, you know, maybe he had a couple questionable games. Even I was like, fuck, I think that's it. I think he's the issue to now becoming like a surefire franchise quarterback is an insane progression. And you saw that in action today. There was the one against that. There was the one bad interception, but every other fucking throw he was putting out there kept them in the game. Yeah. I mean, you know, again, 22 to 17, James, you lost by five points to the bona fide best team in the NFL right? in the playoffs, which you guys weren't technically even supposed to make. Right. Because people counted you out. Right. And Baker wasn't supposed to have the kind of year he was going to have and all that kind of shit. So yeah, as a Browns fan, I'd be pretty fucking happy with where they're at because I mean, just think about it like this, look at the bills. They're in the same They're, You know, you're, you're a younger bills team in terms of years of experience in the playoffs. So the bills like the, the past couple of years, they've been in the playoffs, but you've seen them. They're just not ready yet. And I think the Browns are there, you know, they're ready. They made the playoffs. And they were a good team, but they're just not ready to take that next step um, to be to be a, a perennial contender for the AFC. Um, I, I really think it starts with making sure everyone's healthy. So if you if you have OBJ and Jarvis, that game's a different story, James. You win that game. So you guys are literally a couple pieces away from really being a perennial contender. And I mean, there's nothing to say about it other than if you can keep Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt you're going to be good for a while. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm going to actually disagree with you, Zach, because I truthfully think, I mean, definitely a few pieces added on could really change that, but the Browns could have won that game. And I think they should have, That's what I said. if not for, I know, I know, but you're saying like, if everyone was healthy and stuff, I think they're a contender now. And that's the problem is they just made non-contender mistakes. Like, I, I mean, I, the biggest one, I think, that James will probably have some thoughts on this is the Rashard Higgins touchback fumble. And that's something like... There's a fighting words around if, here. If you're that, especially in this game, if you're that top receiver right there, that's not something that you can allow to happen. I, I don't know what his thought process was because I personally, I never would have stuck that ball out. I know you want the touchdown, but when you see that guy coming in like that, that's a tough ball to extend out, but I, I understand the thing, but that's something that you cannot have happen. No, and so completely removing the fact that it was targeting. We're oh, no, no, no. So that's, that's my, that's, so that's my issue. So mm-hmm. I don't have issues with him sticking out the ball like that because he's coming in at an angle off to the side. So whoever made the play on defense made a, made an excellent play. I, I don't I don't chalk that up as Rashad Higgins being careless with the ball because if you're careless with the ball, you're Cam Newton against Buffalo where you have the ball on, on the offside, it gets punched out and then you know game over. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rashad Higgins did what he needed to do. That's a that's a playoff that's a playoff type move. Like nine at nine ninety nine out of a hundred times, that's a touchdown. But it's the Chiefs. I mean, what 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 else do you want me to say? The same yeah. Chiefs that are going to probably have Patrick Mahomes play, even though he just had a concussion. Mm-hmm. So. That's a very good point. I mean, I, I that does change my mindset a little bit. But I think 
back onto this play, what frustrated me more is that there was a receiver for the Browns in that end zone who watched that ball roll out and realized after the fact. Everyone thought it was a touchdown. Don't get me wrong. That's a split second second thing. I know, I know. But that just hurts so much more for a Browns fan. No, I I understand. But also, if you're a Browns fan, you have to realize – that ball went out of the end zone in 0.2 seconds. There, if 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 he had made that play and got the ball, obviously saving it from the end zone, it would have been a miraculous play. Miraculous. Uh, yeah. So don't like, get me yeah. wrong. Don't no, get me no, wrong. No, it's just, just saying, like, when you see that in real time, you're like, oh my god. First off, everyone thought it was a touchdown. And then they review it, and that ball's literally punched out three inches before that crosses the plane. And then the other receiver that was down in that end zone was like, had the opportunity, but had no clue that it was a fumble or anything, you know, like, what are you supposed to do? And that's just one of the, I, I, again, I, that has changed my mindset and that was, it's just an unfortunate situation, but that's one of the things that could have changed this game along with, I mean, diving deeper into the game, the fact that the NFL coddles to Patrick Mahomes but we'll we'll get into that in a little bit. It's more of a it's more of a boat show discussion. Yeah. Huh? We'll deep dive into that because at that point we'll know where he stands, where Patrick Mahomes stands. If this was any other quarterback, there would be no where he stands. He'd be out next week. If it's yeah, if the NFL's little pet weeks. boy, of course you're gonna coddle all your ways and then that it's nerve I, damage. I and seriously, not. I seriously want us to find the actual rules for NFL concussion protocol because they're gonna, you know, they're gonna add some fucking stupid ass rule to the rule book behind everyone's back to say, oh, well, you know, if they clear concussion protocol after three days and blah, 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 you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's just very hypocritical for a league that promotes and just absolutely fucking pounds player safety. And then doesn't protect its fucking players when it matters. It doesn't make any sense. Drew gets so pissed about this all the time too. Like with the helmet to helmet shit, that wouldn't have been a touchback if the if the league was actually watching out for player safety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where was the call? Mm-hmm. No idea. Why fuck with ratings though? That gets people talking. Why fuck with ratings if it makes you money? No, but that's exactly ratings, what's happening. No, 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 no. But you you have it. You have it completely flipped. The ratings would have gone up if the Browns took a lead over the chiefs and Chad Henney had to try and bring them back against the Browns. I, I, I think this, this has, this has nothing to do with it. I just think that, you know, you get, you get a mindset in the playoffs. If you're a ref, like, Oh, you know, or, you know, it's the playoffs. So we'll just be lax. But like, how are you going to call? Like, I get, I get, you can call some things differently in the playoffs. Like, you know, if there's a hold here or, you know, maybe the pass interference thing is a whole fucking different discussion, but Player safety doesn't matter. Week one to the Super Bowl should always be called the same. No matter who you are, what mm-hmm. sport you're in, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. But again, it's clearly something that the league doesn't care about enough. You know, I mean, this whole, whole this is a boat discussion. Yeah, boat but no, but I, sticking on to that topic, just the fact Mahomes goes down and we have probably one of the longest timeouts, I think, we've seen all season Mahomes is being dealt with and okay. He gets taken out. They literally let um, Chad, I don't know his last Henne. 
Henny. Henny. Thank you. Yeah, like Henny. Take for like Henny 17 pump. pre-snaps before they're like, oh, yeah, Mahomes is definitely out, not coming back. Like, they paused the whole entire game. If that was another quarterback, it would have been rush. If that was Baker Mayfield that went down, it would have been rushing out there, and they would have – and then they let – adding on to the fact, Mahomes runs into the locker room. If you're in percussion – concussion protocol one I, I don't think you should be running into the locker room but two did anyone see him almost run into the wall when he goes down the stairs no do you really no i missed that but like i mean he almost smoked the fucking wall you know what forget about forget about any kind of protocol or any of that rule bullshit can we just find that video and send it in send it to an email to roger goodell saying here's your player safety here, here's your star player and your player safety rating and send him the video like what the fuck Fuck it. Hey, it's so stupid. And like, I'm, do- I'm, I'm doing this from a perspective of if he is your, if he is going to be the face of the NFL for the next, I don't know, 10 years, 15 years, why are you not taking care of him? But that's the thing. Cause Literally. he is the face of the NFL. Roger Goodell sitting on his high horse in his million dollar recliner, or if he was at the game, I don't know. I don't know that but- thing. His, his recliner at his house looks like he got it from the ocean state job lot, but that's fine. <laughs> But point being is Mahomes goes down and he's like, yeah, uh, so concussion protocol is this, but we need Mahomes back. We need Mahomes next week. He brings in the most highest in Jersey sales. So what are you going to do? You're going to say, holy shit. Well, this guy has to be in the game. And you're already talking about there's people coming out saying, yeah, this game should be postponed. This game should be delayed. Like, no, so no, it's not going to a single player. Yeah. Not going to be postponed. Not going to be delayed. If that happens, boycott the NFL because they clearly don't care about player safety. Um, People have been boycotting the NFL since Kaepernick, and okay. they still get shit ton of rating. But that is a hundred percent different when you're dealing with actual player health versus whether or not someone's. That's a whole again. That conversation is way beyond us. But no, no, no I'm just saying no, boycotting the NFL is no, something that you can say, but not many will do. That's all. Oh. That's the only point I'm getting at. Oh, no, see, and, that's the thing. Like. If it's over something like this where there's clear bias towards certain players and, you know, player health is not being taken into account, I will not watch an NFL playoff game. Uh, I will not watch another NFL game. We had clear bias the whole season with the fact that half the teams have COVID and they're like, yep, uh, just take two separate planes or, yeah, you still have to play without a quarterback. And then the Ravens get it and they're like, oh, my God, delay this game right now. I know. know. But again, again. That's understandable for the first part, right? You play without a quarterback. But when you coddle Lamar Jackson because you think he's going to be the face of your franchise and blah, 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 that's bullshit. That's Mm -hmm. fucking stupid. If they Mm -hmm. get COVID, you know, about half the time, they're the fucking idiots that go out to strip clubs and get it and spread it on their team. So I don't want to hear, oh, Lamar Jackson can't play his game. Shut the fuck up, Ravens fans. I'm not gonna win another Super Bowl anyways at that goddamn overglorified running back. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Point being, back to getting on track is Mahomes goes down, concussion protocol. The amount of excuses that come out already that, oh no, he's in pre- concussion protocol, but we're 100% sure it's not a concussion. It was nerve damage. Like, wouldn't you be more worried about nerve damage? One. Not, not to mention his like, <laughs> Three out of five of his toes on his right foot are probably just shattered. Because he, two, he three, was not walking normally. I don't think nerve damage is causing you to literally pass out when you stand up. Now maybe or run I'm into wrong walls, there. maybe you know. 
may I, I don't know what the case is because I don't have nerve dam nerve damage, but this man literally stands up and basically passes out. Couldn't stand on his legs. So I, the fact of the matter is, if you're gonna let him play this week, yeah. one, you better have some some real good evidence that he's okay because now you're really messing with player safety. And I think a lot of NFL players are going to be like, well, how come I was out for this many games when I was told I was fine? Like what the fuck is going on? Be straight about it or don't coddle to one player. Right. No agreed. Chris, me and you have very, very strong opinions about this and we are on the same page. Um, Let's go back to the actual games. Um, not, I'm, I'm, I did this to myself. So James, don't tell us how to run our fucking show. James loves listening to me rant. He just enjoys it. Chris, do what you want. <laughs> what, what can I do? Fuck yourself. But I did that already three times today. Take What's your shirt off. I, I, there will be no nipple play on the fucking nipple garbage play. time. Nipple no nipple play. No nipple play. Just some clamps. Just some clamps. You want me to get the nipple suction cups I have? You can get those. <laughs> I'll put my banana hammock on if you get nipple clamps. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> you have to be completely naked. No, no, With, no, 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 no. Nope. Then I'm not doing it. Nope. Sorry. Dude, I. <laughs> this is a family friendly podcast. Over the that. fact that I. <laughs> there is nothing about what we do that is family friendly. <laughs> No, I, to be honest, it also doesn't fit in the thing. So, yeah, I'm not doing that. What doesn't fit in the thing? What you, doesn't you understand what I'm saying. He's saying his schmeat. <laughs> <laughs> when I put this on, it does not fit. It comes right out. Well, I mean, yeah, that's easy access for the Boda Boys, right? <laughs> no, so you want me to put that on on live TV? Chris is fucking walking around with Molnir between his legs. Sorry. This is my hammer dick. Come this to me. This is my pee pee. This is my pee pee. He's getting so upset cool. with this now. Zach, we're ruining him. I, I'm not getting upset. I just like this. <laughs> Take is... it over, James. Take it over. No, fucking do the Buck Saints. Those two sad to watch. I mean, this. Again, right, there's a reason why the they Buck call Saints. it a banana hammock, Chris. It's because you look like you have a fucking banana in front of you. So, and also That's your ass you probably looks really good in that too, right? You know, to be honest, I just stuff bananas in there. And just tuck it back. It's his produce bag. Like something. I thought it was just to carry bananas. He, bring, he brings that to him every time he goes to Wegmans. <laughs> <laughs> just use it as like. Sir, a, you cannot like buy all note. the bananas. <laughs> you don't understand. I have a hammock for it. It's different. <laughs> Plot twist. It's his hobo carrying sack. <laughs> I am here for the bananas for my banana hammock. That's not what bananas are for. Well, you are misleading. <laughs> he just has it hanging off a stick. Okay. <laughs> He's going into Wegmans. Someone's fucking lying to me, and I'm going to figure out who. <laughs> I will track you down. Eight bucks. <laughs> Do it. Like, um, Zach, what is that family guy thing? Uh, what? Which one? Uh, <laughs> sir, it is called the poop deck. That is why I pooped on it. Yes. Quite literally. <laughs> But anyways, moving on, we got Bucks at Saints and um, my personal game of the week. What a fucking game. Uh, let's start off by saying whether or not it is his last game as a Saint. Thank you, Drew Brees, for everything. 
Uh, I think you've had an amazing career. I think you're an amazing player. I think you're an amazing man. And New Orleans just should be so thankful for everything you have done for them. Yeah, Whether I mean, be... on and off the field. Exactly. The man, and... the things that that man has done, I actually just – it's in my blog I wrote the other day. His charity, the Breeze Dream Foundation, has funded over – I believe it's $125 million to Hurricane Katrina families, to children in need, to homelessness, you name it. Breeze and his wife has done it. And it's just absolutely outstanding. Can I, can I just add a little bit of a, a side tangent onto this? Every, a, I, this is terrible, and I expect to get roasted for this, but every time I think of like Hurricane Katrina – I think of that video of Mike Myers and Kanye West and Kanye just goes, president Bush don't like black people. And I'm like, Oh God, it's like the most awkward video out there. Is it not though? Have you seen yeah, that? Dude, it really is. All right. I just, I just throw that out there. I'm just saying like every time I think of hurricane Katrina, I think of that video and obviously the countless number of deaths and people put into anyways, we'll move on. All right. Back to the game. Um, there's no, there's no getting out of the Bucks take on the Saints end up winning 30 to 20. Uh, I mean, it, it was a solid game. I can't really, nothing incredible in stats to be honest, but excuse me, Brady goes 199 for two, no interceptions. The I think the biggest thing, Breeze had three interceptions, 134 for one with three interceptions, and obviously. The Bucks defense. Why am I being laughed at? You're not being laughed at. James tried to eat his mic, so I went to eat my mic too. Oh, I like eating mics. Go for it. <laughs> should I? Should I tell? Should I tell Mike that he shouldn't come on then? If you like, is that is that gonna be? A yeah, problem? we're all cannibals on here. <laughs> we're, we're cannibal, all cannibal, cannibal. <laughs> all right. Um, the Bucks defense probably played the best game all season. I didn't think that. I honestly said when we talked last week, the Bucks defense would be probably what cost them this game. Boy, was I wrong. And the Bucks defense looked exactly. pretty damn incredible. Devin and Bush. Devin mother oh, – no, sorry, Devin White. Devin White. White. I get them mixed up. Devin White. Okay. Stud. Yep. Certified stud. Mm-hmm. Certified freak at least six days a week. Not sure about the seven. Hey, Devin, what's up? But, I mean <laughs> – Devin, you need some produce handled. I yeah, think we got we got a certified banana hammock for your for your uh, potassium needs. <laughs> right here, Devin. <laughs> <laughs> There's a pump. All right, that's gonna Point be a being, great picture. Um, <laughs> damn it, guys. So this game was just absolutely astounding. I mean, two future Hall of Fame quarterbacks, arguably. I mean, the best quarterback of all time with one of the best quarterbacks right, of all time. Some people consider him the second best quarterback of all time. So, I mean, you know. It's... I'd say he's the first. Breeze? No, Jameis Winston. Oh, agreed. 100%. Yep. If you're putting up 30 <laughs> touchdowns and 35 interceptions, you deserve a spot in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Ever seen any other quarterback do that? <laughs> <laughs> but, again, um, I mean, Winston when had when that amazing throw. That was the best like throw I think I've ever seen. 30, 30, then you know you've you've made it. I'm sorry. Who had 100 percent completion rate this game? Jameis Winston. 
Jameis fucking Winston. Jameis fucking Winston. 56 yards. And a pity. Imagine if that got intercepted. Imagine Jesus. if he was 0 for yeah. 1 with one interception. And then Drew Brees still at the end of the game goes, I guess it's your team now, man. I don't know. Good luck. You know what's actually amazing is the um, – who played the Saints last week? The Bears? The Bears. The Bears had yeah. that, did that exact play and dropped it in the end zone. The yes. Saints took that play from the Bears and said, well, let's try it. They did. And no, it worked. That's just the sign of a good coach being able to – Exactly. Exactly. You know, take things from opponents and use them to your advantage. Mm-hmm. But, again, back to the game. It, uh, it really helped them out in the long run because, you know, they made it past the wild card round this time. Hey, mm-hmm. Saints. You wasted a Hall of Fame quarterback's career. Woo! I don't know if you can blame the whole Saints on that. Yeah, yeah, I can. I, I can I can pretty much blame the Saints. Not for this I, time, but for other times. I can. All right, let, let's get back into it. So, NFC, I think, is just absolutely amazing because – one, you have the two future Hall of Fame quarterbacks going against each other today with, by the way, lots of love and respect to Breeze and Brady. The way yeah. that interaction after the game was just amazing. I think it was really very, very nice touch. What you didn't see off screen was Jameis come out and then go, no. <laughs> no, go back to the locker room. <laughs> but point being, talk, talk, uh, yeah, and then talk. now whether the Saints won or the Bucks won before the game even started, we knew that they'd be playing the whoever won would be playing the Packers. So it's just like incredible for the NFC right now. You got three hall of fame quarterbacks going into it and it just can only get better. It's just out unreal, but bucks take it 30, 20 saints had a good game, but just couldn't hold on. And bucks just take it in the, in the fourth, really late in the fourth. Well, I think um, like this, this game was like a, roll my eyes at this and I want to make me throw up, but a quintessential like Brady swing. You know what I mean? Like they're just, they're, there are games that you watch John Brady playing and you know, they just, they don't play great at the beginning and then the defense starts to play into it. And then Brady makes the throws that he needs to make in order to win mm-hmm. the game. I mean, yes, they won by 10 points, but they didn't look, they didn't look good for the first quarter and a half really. Um, I mean, but they, the thing is, is, when I was watching the game, you know, obviously James was there with us and I don't know where you were, Chris, but um, uh, no, I mean, like, I don't know where you were, if you were watching it or where you were watching it. Or I was at that point. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, we were watching up on the, on the, the wall here. Cause we got a projector and like, flex. I, yeah, yeah, I know flex, right. It's a pocket projector. Ooh, I got money. Um, yeah, we got, yeah, loaded, but um, I'll give you your pocket you just, projector. I just, is it that luxurious banana hammock? Yeah, it's just the banana so I carry I'm in assuming, my pocket. I'm assuming the name of this episode is Banana Hammock because, you know, we've said it seven times. I, Dude, I think so. put some nipple clamps on and I'll throw it on. You have to be completely naked. The only I'll thing take is my it, shirt off. I'm not taking my nope, pants off. Banana no. hammock. Full banana hammock. Yeah, full okay. banana hammock. If you want to see nipple clamps on my goddamn titties, you need to... Full banana hammock, that bullshit. Can I, I keep my see, boxers on. I need to see no. dick and ball outline if you want nipple clamps on me. Dude, End I of story. I can't End of it. story. I can't. Chris, no one's going to judge you except the entire internet. Exactly. Right. And it's not even them that I'm worried about. We're live. Myself. This, this, is, this is live partial nudity, Chris. Like, this is, this is where we go. This is the shit that we got to do in order to gain followers. I'll tell you what. I'll look at the YouTube comments. 
We'll great. see what they say. Anyways, Oscar the could, I can't take you seriously. You could you could kind of see the shift during the game. I think once the second half hit and then you know breeze through that first pick, I just kind of knew that all kind of everything was shifting to the Bucks and mm-hmm. they were gonna win that game. I mean, that's just how it works with fucking Tom Brady. That's just how how his his luck is, and you know it's it's worked out for him. Clearly, he's going to another championship game. Mm-hmm. This, this man is fifteen and two. All time in divisional rounds. He's played a full fucking season in a game. Yep. Just in divisional round games, and he's fifteen and two. He's lost mm-hmm. two divisional round games in his entire career. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Brady has more playoff wins than any other team has appearances combined. Is that correct? I don't know if that's necessarily true because you got to think a lot of these teams have been around for a long time. But I mean, yeah. like the Packers have been in the playoffs for a while and stuff like that. I, I don't know. We can look up that stat, but I know he's got more, pl- more playoff wins than most teams. Most teams have playoff appearances. So that, appearances, that's true. Yeah. Definitely the Texans, definitely the ty- like teams that are teams that are newer. Absolutely. And then even like the lions too, like the lions make the playoffs like once every 45 fucking years. Cause they're hot trash, but mm-hmm. now it also brings us to the point that do we throw out the Brady as a system quarterback thought? That everyone has been saying. Um, so, yes, you do. Is this a point? I'm gonna where you say, can say holy I'm gonna say shit. I'm gonna say because Tom Brady is the system. Ooh, I'm going off of comments old. made by Bruce Arians himself. <laughs> we literally by Bruce that. Arians <laughs> literally said, "I don't call any of these plays." It's all Tom Brady. Tom Brady is running the fucking offense. What do you he think happens the after the game? Are they it's like? And I'm sorry. He's the system. He makes the plays. Like I don't even fucking know who the offensive uh, offensive coordinator is for the, for the Bucks. I don't. Tom Brady. That's, it's Tom Brady. Clearly, it's Tom Brady. So he is the one coming up with the plays because he knows what he can do and can't do. That's why it's worked for him in Tampa Bay so far. Mm-hmm. That's it. I think that's the funniest thing. Arians coming out range. saying, "Yeah, I don't tell him what to do." I, yeah, I mean, he's like, "I don't like <laughs> it's Tom. It's Tom motherfucking Brady. Like, if he wants to run sticks, he's gonna run sticks." But he, Arians gonna... literally comes out and says, "Yes, I am no longer. I am not the coach of this team yeah. because I have zero clue what I'm doing. So we just let Tom run his course and hope it works out." I mean, it's worked out, you know. It has. Being but... as though they're in an NFC championship. So, Why even pay yeah. for a coach then? Why even pay? Well, because it's Bruce Arians. I mean, at least he can coach other players. He doesn't have to do anything with fucking Tom Brady, the offense. He still coached the defense, and they did excellent against the Saints. Three, turno- three turnovers. So, I mean, yeah. you know. That's fair, that's fair. And not to mention, really weird flex, Todd Bowles, low-key fired defensive coordinator. He's been fired. What do you mean? Fire, not fired. Sorry, he's right. been fine. He's always been. I just haven't. I I haven't given him due credit. I guess that's fair. I mean, I I think he's one of those guys who's a better coordinator than coach. Yeah, agree. Jets he was with weren't good. Right. And so looking at obviously again, I don't want to go off on the tangent, but um, oh. now looking now looking at the last couple of years, I wonder how much of it was Josh McDaniels and how much of it really was Brady running that offense. Just a question. That's the better conversation actually to bring up, Zach. Yeah. Because we've seen Josh McDaniels try and coach, and it was right. a literal dumpster fire. Mm-hmm. Right. So, 
you know, I, I'm just I'm just throwing that question out there. Maybe we can uh, maybe we can throw some master debation on uh, Thursday. Maybe that's the question. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right, but uh, James, we didn't get your thoughts on this game. We, we uh, didn't we didn't allow him to. I mean, we, I, I know. We, we, me and Zach have kind of been going off. Yeah. It was awful to see Breeze go uh, potentially go this way with the three interceptions, but like you guys both said, it was a Bucks defensive game. They locked it down. I mean, I, I think this is a story for a lot of teams where if healthy blank was healthy, like would have been better. I mean, apparently, Michael Thomas was playing through injuries, but – Oh yeah, I I still don't think that's enough to slow down what the Bucks were able to do. Mm -hmm. No, I I think it makes the game a lot more palatable for Saints fans, but it just didn't. Yeah, I, I mean it is sad to see him go out, but I'm glad at least Breeze had, you know, uh, I guess Breeze had Brady to kind of help him along with the process at the end of the game. I mean, I think that was really nice of him to do. Um, and it's weird. It is weird to see. Tom Brady out there with Drew Brees on Drew Brees' potential last game, while Tom Brady's going to be 95 of crutches playing in Super Bowl, you know, 3,000 after mm -hmm. 95 Super Bowl fucking wins. But it, for real, it, it's strange. And I think what also goes into play here is just how, like, this is a game that when Brady was on the paths that we all would have loved to see. Because I know, at least speaking for me and Zach as a Pats fan, I, I have so much respect for Breeze, and I would have loved to see Pats first Saints almost any day. Same with Pats first Packers, and now we're getting to see those games, granted, from a different team, but the Bucks it's the New England Bucks almost, you know, because no, Brady really, carries I mean, that. Especially with Bruce Arians saying, yeah, Tom Brady runs the offense. I don't have any say. Mm -hmm. like, it literally is Tom Brady's team. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know, Technically speaking, we would probably would have gotten a similar thing in New England, but you would have had, you know, Bill Belichick coaching the defense rather than Bruce Arians. So, I mean, whatever. But you know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you know it's just amazing to see in so much respect for them both. Sorry. No, you're good. You know what matchup excites me more? Brady versus Rodgers, too. Yeah, that's – see, I uh, won the Bucks one. I looked over at Drew, and Drew was not. Happy, he is not happy to see Brady come into Lambo. He would have much rather had Breeze. I mean, and 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 regardless of the outcomes of both the games this year, obviously the Packers beat the Saints at Lambo, and then they lost to the Bucks. I mean, if you're anyone, you don't want to see Tom Brady come into your stadium. I I, I don't. I really don't like. Say what you will about him, and if you lost respect for him after leaving the, the Patriots or whatever, that's fine. But, I mean, that dude just has balls of steel. He will come in and just absolutely crush your dreams if you are any other team, hands down. Mm -hmm. Which is, I mean, I Brady, I think, has shut out all the haters at this point, which is, oh, yeah, he's trash. He's going to go with the Bucks and do nothing. And – Look at now. He's like, I'm back, bitches. You miss me? And now I'm on the other side of the field. And look at me still go. Like he had a, he had a quiet, he had a quiet forty five hundred yard season for a forty three year old, you know. No big mm -hmm. deal. Mm -hmm. Fucking Chris. It's I, I don't know what this man's deal is, why he's still playing when he's already has his legacy <laughs> in solid stone. I mean, I, I don't I think we talked about this. Are there any unanimous Hall of Fame? Yes, 
Oh, there absolutely is. There, there are. They, I know. It, it's they, only it, like it, five, it, though. Not necessarily. I mean, when you think of when you think of Hall of Fame players, the first I just rattle some off. Obviously, um, you know, I think of Peyton Manning. I think of Joe Montana. I think of Randy Moss, Jerry Rice. Like you, you can keep going. They, yeah, those, those should be yeah. universal locks. Mm-hmm. If you don't vote them into the Hall of Fame, you're either a fucking hater or you, you know, you're just a hater. I, I can't even being unanimous in the NFL isn't as crazy as a thing as it is in um baseball. Baseball, no, right, 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 right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's, true. I mean, that's a very good have, point. Because a lot of a lot of times, like baseball, baseball is tough. I feel like baseball is a lot tougher because like. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I guess I guess baseball writers are just a lot tougher on who they No, are. I agree. To it's be so unanimous fun, so in the MLB, you really so have to solidify your mark. It's in so, the no, NFL, but, you just have to be an amazing – not that being an amazing player is easy, but it, it is easier in the NFL. But it doesn't change the fact that, I mean, what Brady is doing now is something that no one saw coming. And I don't think anyone saw the Bucks even – Granted, the Bucks we knew would be all right, but I don't think anyone saw the Bucks coming and taking the NFC and no, making it to I, the conference. You, you know, you know what I said at the beginning of the year. I said that they were going to lose in the wild card round because I didn't. I thought, especially with the addition of Antonio Brown, that they were going to shit the bed. But it look it it looks like Antonio Brown either is covering up any off field stuff well enough to not interfere with the game, or he has his shit together, and that's a scary thought. Your number three wide receiver is Antonio Brown. That's, That's scary. Now, like, here's my scary. question, Zach. Do you think the Packers have enough weapons to limit on defense to limit the high-powered Bucks offense? I, I do, yes. Um, I think they will. I think what's going to hurt them is if they aren't able to slow down Ronald Jones, Leonard Fournette. <laughs> That's going to be tough for them. Obviously, it's going to be very tough. Packers don't have the best run defense. Their secondary, I think, is going to be okay. There's going to be chunk plays and stuff like that, and that's fine. It's going to be an offensive shootout. If the Bucks defense, you know, limits Rodgers, it's going to be a very long day for Packers fans. I'm really sorry. But this is a tough draw for, for the Packers. Mm-hmm. You know, I think um sorry to cut you off zach but it also plays the packers defense is not horrible and they can definitely cover that pass but brady we can go back last week again and look at some of the throws he had to godwin that godwin unfortunately dropped but like that end zone pass those are what the packers have to prepare for all week brady is going to be throwing it over the top and uh, uh, there's going to be a lot of diving catches i think let's not forget and i i, I know this is like Oh, you know, the, the off field or the intended Tom Brady's a fucking dog. He's an underdog again. You, you, you like, there is no other athlete in the world where you can sit down and say he physically takes underdog status and shoves it up people's asses. I am so fucking excited. This is going to be a good, they're both half the reason why I can't put the banana hammock on. Yeah. I've just yeah. had a rock hard boner since the Bucks. <laughs> it, it won't go away. Very direct. Very, very direct. I'm just kidding. But point. Uh, this is going to be by far. I don't care about I'm the Super Bowl that. anymore. This is the Super Bowl. I think this is probably the best game we're ever going to see. 
I don't no. know. About that. I I don't know about that. I mean, this may be one of the best games ever played. You you did watch the Falcons Patriots Super Bowl, right? I mean, because okay. that was okay. okay. I'm saying one of the best, of the best not okay, the that's, best. That's, I I think this will be one of the best games ever played. We never got to see Brady versus Rodgers, or hardly play, ever. That's true. That's and true. now like we a, get to see it. Granted, a different game. scenario. Oh my God, this is going to be a good game. And I think if the Bucks defense plays like it did last week, if you can pick Rodgers off more than once, that's unreal. That's astounding. So, but let's not let's not forget though, it's going to be a lot harder to pick Aaron Rodgers off because this mm-hmm. dude does not get picked off. Mm-hmm. And Rodgers is having one hell of a year too. And this Wait. is going to be down to, I, I think, in within two minutes of the fourth quarter, this game will go down too. It's going to be close. It's going to be close. It will be a close game. I, I have the Packers. I have the Packers edging the Bucks. Um, I I just think that you know it's been that kind of year for Rodgers and the Packers. I mean, yeah, they're gonna have a really tough time with this game. But what are they gonna do if they make it to the Super Bowl and have to play the Chiefs or even the Bills? I mean, the Bills have been hard to limit all year too. So I mean, you know, you just have to put your big boy pants on and you you got to stop them. You got to make big plays. Diamond fucking plays, boys. Mm-hmm. I mean, Chris, you want to go with your picks before I fuck go? Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna ride the high train and go with the Bucks. That uh, d- don't ever put Brady out. Don't put Brady out. And even if they are losing at halftime, Brady's a second half man. Don't put him out. And I think this is, like I said, I think this is gonna be one of the most incredible games, and I cannot wait to watch it. But I think. I'm really riding the Bucks here. I think that defense is going to come out stronger than it did last week. And I'm, I'm thinking we're going to have the Devontae Adams, who's ever matched up with him, is just going to be a ridiculous matchup. I'm assuming it's going to be Devin White. No. No? Whoever plays corner for the Bucks, I, I really don't. I, I know, but why not put White out? Uh, Devin White's yeah. a linebacker. I know. Yeah. I know. But anyways. Um, just play zone. You can't play zone against Aaron Rodgers. It's like playing zone against Tom Brady. You just get picked apart. So, Chris, let me guess. You're picking the Packers, but taking the Bucks. <laughs> I'm taking the Bucks straight this time. Yeah, you see. Wow. Right. I yeah. I am I'm worried. I'm not confident with this pick, but I do have still have the Packers making the Super Bowl. I'm not confident because of what I saw from their defense last week, but I am picking the Packers, and that is my pick. That's my choice. So we are currently sitting with the best four quarterbacks available to play against each other. We're sitting with yeah. Tom Brady. Yep. We're sitting with Aaron Rodgers. Yep. We got Josh Allen and Chad Henney. So out of, <laughs> out of those four that are still standing, the best quarterback currently in that group is Aaron Rodgers this yep. year. I yep. will take that. I will die on that hill. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, Drew, this one's for you. Play, you bitch. Give me the pack, baby. I couldn't couldn't hear that at all. Yeah, you were too far from the mic. You ruined it. Put it on the – put it at the mic. I can't hear it. Put it at the mic and you fuck it. Sorry, for for our fans at home, he was trying to play this. Na-na-na-na-na-na. Go, pack, go. You're welcome. I had a good time. Didn't we say that's what the song would say? Before it even got released. But anyway, yeah, Packers. 
Thanks, James. Oh, I thought it was the Lil Wayne song. I'm sorry. No, it was no, not. No, that's green and yellow. I'm a cheesehead, motherfucker, cheese whiz. So the last game on the slate, Jesus Christ, the last game on the slate is the Bills versus the Chiefs. Biggest question mark going into this, which we already kind of talked about. We're not going to go too much deeper until probably the boat show and we know. Um, is Patrick Mahomes going to play? He's the question mark. Do you trust a Chad Henney-led Chiefs team to compete against the Bills? Because I'm with Zach shaking his head right now. I'm going to give that a strong no. No, no. Again, if you don't have 100% Patrick Mahomes, no offense, Chiefs fans, I know you guys are the bona fide best team in the AFC, possibly the NFL. This Bills team is playing with a fucking edge, and they are they're they're gonna come after you no matter who's at quarterback. That's it's just facts. And that secondary locked down the Ravens. That secondary uh, did a good job against the Colts, I guess ish. But I mean, they 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 did they got you know they got more or less pounded on the ground. What? It's fucking white. Oh, that yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, you were having a rave in there. I'm I'm gonna be very interested to watch the 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 key matchup in this game is Tre'Davious White against Tyreek Hill. No, uh, uh, yeah, I know. I, I think I know. If, if Chad starts, I don't think we're gonna see much of uh, those long balls though. <laughs> well, you think that, and then you know. 47-year-old Chad Henney, who was drafted by, you know, who the Jaguars, right? I don't even remember. I fucking forget. He's been on every other team. Um, I think so. But, yeah, I mean, I'm sure he could still air the ball out. Tyree Kill gets, like, 90 yards of separation anyways on anyone he plays. So, <laughs> not like, fair. it really matters. That's but, don't but, let the cheetah loose. But um, I do agree with you to a point. I don't think they're going to air the ball out as much only be, if, if Chad Henney plays – only because he doesn't have that kind of release that Patrick Mahomes does. Patrick, that Patrick, the Patrick fucking price right there. The price is goddamn right with his release. Mm-hmm. That man has a cannon for an arm. Chad Henney, wet noodle. So, I mean, wet, wet noodle. I'll tell you what, either, either way, I'm actually going to take the Bills, no matter who starts. Yeah, me too. No, no, I agree. I'm, yeah, I agree. I agree. Injured with his ankle doesn't even matter about concussion protocol. Oh, we all we all agree that you know what that means. Congratulations, Chiefs fans, on your uh, AFC title. Yeah. Ah, damn it. We forgot Fuck. to include you again. Brought to you by State Farm. Son of a bitch. <laughs> all right, not well, brought to you by State Farm. We're, we're on this game now, now, so don't sue us, please. The Bills need to get Singletary moving. That's a key factor. I'm hoping – is Zach Moss out for the rest of the playoffs? Yes, he is. Yes. Fuck. All right, so, yeah, that's going to be tough then. They Singletary has to produce. That's he does. You're point. right. And he then does. they need to let Josh Allen thrive. They need to cover him and protect him in the pocket and let him and Diggs connect, and it will be exactly what's going to happen, I think. But I, I agree either way, whether Mahomes starts or not, which – Let's all clear the air. I think we already said this. Mahomes should not start. I don't care if you're in concussion protocol. I don't care if you're cleared. He should not be starting. But yet the NFL may work their magic and let him start. He's hurt. He's injured. He has now nerve or brain damage for God knows what. Um, I, I think the Bills take this either way. 
And I think if Singletary can get separation and actually produce some yards, it's going to be, I, I think the Bills take it by over seven. I think it's going to be a closer game than that. Um, but I mean, I don't know. Cause I think, I think it, realistically you can put any quarterback in that system and win, you know, 75% of your games just based on the talent that's on that team. The extra, you know, percent comes from having arguably one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL right now, obviously. Um, but come playoff time, it's a whole different animal. And if you have Chad Henney in there, I'm, I'm sorry, Chiefs fans. This is not going to happen. I, we could be shocked. The Bills could puke on themselves and Chad Henney could have a 500-yard day and we all look like fucking idiots. That's fine. I'm okay with swallowing that pill. But if Patrick Mahomes starts this game, then you should be ashamed of yourselves for pushing this. Exactly. You really should. I'm I don't sorry. think you can blame the fans. I think it's you blame the NFL. You can't. Bl- you can't. The NFL's a joke no, no, no. if they allowed Mahomes. You to can't. Start. I'm not blaming the fans. Mm. I'm saying if you are a Chiefs fan and you're saying, "Oh well, we need Patrick Mahomes," you do need Patrick Mahomes. That's very true. But the fact that you're prioritizing winning a game over having him for the next ten years and not have CTE is Kind of, kind of disgusting. So. Agreed. Plus, we don't know if he does start. It could be one hit that puts him out. He already has an injured foot. We know he are his. I think right. his brains are scrambled from if whether he has a concussion or not. It one hit could put that man out. So save him. Right, and it's dangerous to put him out there, especially if he just had a concussion. Mm-hmm. The rates of getting a concussion after reconcussing yourself after getting a concussion are like what eighty percent or something like that. Something big. It's super. It's James, way higher. What, what is it's it? So high. You're very vul- vulnerable after for like three weeks and, after and right? and for long term extensive like long term damage. Yeah, I I think the Bills have definitely have the upper hand, but it's going to be a you know a wait and see whether Mahomes starts or not. It's going to be interesting to see this game. So yeah, well, well, I mean, time will tell. But yeah, all three of us have the Bills. I I believe. We'll get Drew's picks. I believe Drew has obviously has the Packers. Uh, Zach, I'm glad you said that. Let's get Drew's thoughts on the Packers right now. Hey, what's going on, Boda World? It's your boy Drew, your resident Packers fan. So happy that the Packers were able to pull out a big win over the Rams this weekend on Saturday in the NFC Divisional Round, heading back to the NFC Championship for the second year in a row. This time, will be played at the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field, Aaron Rodgers' home turf. First time he's ever gotten to play there in the title game. So it'll be a very, very fun game to watch. Taking on Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, team that beat the crap out of us earlier in the season. Can't really lie, no way getting around that. All we can hope for is that Lafleur has made the right adjustments, played a tough Rams defense, made him look like a peewee football defense. So I'm not too worried about it. I think they'll make the adjustments. Aaron Rodgers has been so hot since that game. So, your 2020 MVP is off to the Super Bowl. That's your prediction from Drew. I'll talk to y'all later. Sorry I couldn't be on the show. All right. And we're back. Thanks, Drew. Well, that, that was his – those were his thoughts from last week. I don't, I don't know if he gave my, his picks for this week. Oh, so shit. Really? Yeah, that, those were his thoughts from last week, oh. dipshit. That's what I said. 
Hey, Drew, tell me your thoughts on the Packers last week. Yeah, they were great. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, Drew. Ended my life. Thank you. All right. Go ahead. Who's, who's hosting this again? Uh, yes, you go. <laughs> I don't think it's any of us at this point. Yeah, yeah. no. Nah. The show it's runs Drew. itself. Drew's hosting it by himself. The show is Tom Brady. Yeah. It runs itself. Thanks for thanks for talking about Packers. All right. So next thanks, Sunday. Thanks for coming on the show, y'all. This, this was Sunday, uh, time. January 24th, 2021, 3.05 p.m. Bucks at Green Bay. And then 6.40, Buffalo at Kansas City. This is Sunday, right? Yes. Going to be an amazing gonna slate be, of games. Going to be a good day. It's a good day and, for uh, As per usual in playoffs, it's do or die. Yeah. Yeah, no. second chances. <laughs> You're here first. Do or die for playoff format. Yeah. It changed from last year where it was do <laughs> or, I don't know, go home, I guess. Go home. Now it's do or die. <laughs> now yeah. it's do or you get your head cut off. There you go. Okay. Okay. I like your cut G. All right. Um, and and well, anyone have any last second thoughts? Drew, take it away. No. I want to go eat spa. So hurry up. Yeah, I'm good. I'm all set. So, uh, yeah, thank you for listening, guys. Uh, these are our takes this week and our preview for last week on garbage time. As always, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook. Instagram, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Anchor, whatever other podcast places you can find. Yeah. And as usual, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, we've been posting nonstop. I think we got a play of the night now every single day. Play yeah. of the day. Double down on Instagram, Twitter. Oh, yeah. And Facebook. And Facebook. Oh, yeah. Anyway. So what Chris is saying is, you better check us out on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or he will show up in a banana hammock to your house. Hey, guys, just so you know, we have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter all up to sports. Oh, so is it my turn? Hey, guys, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Hey Make guys. sure you check out our all right, Hey, over, over to Drew. Over to Drew for the, the sign-up. Yeah, guys, check us out on Facebook, uh, Instagram, and Twitter. <laughs> Make sure you check out our Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. That's not what Drew sounds like. My name's Drew. Okay, yeah. So you know now it sounds like Drew. Drew's classic catchphrase. It's Drew. Drew. No, Drew's classic catchphrase. Hey, I'm I'm Drew. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's me. It's me, Drew. Uh, I like cheese. Uh, Fucking end it. End it. What was my catchphrase last week? I don't fucking know. Yabo, I think your job to remember. Yabo. Stay beautiful. Stay soggy. Stay Yabo. Stay Drew. Stay Drew. Stay Drew. Stay Drew.